This episode of the Gizverse Podcast is brought to you by Altered Treats, the only King Gizzard-inspired cannabis-infused cookie line. Now, I've had some of their stuff, and let me tell you, these are the best-tasting psychedelic cookies in the game right now. Classic chocolate chip, Florida sunshine, they even do custom cookie orders. All you need to do is head on over to their Instagram page, at Altered Treats, and message them to put in your order today. Trust me, you're definitely not going to regret it. It's delicious. Speaking of Instagram, we are doing a huge cookie giveaway when we hit 666 followers on our Instagram page. So if you want to be automatically entered in to win a bunch of free trippy cookies, just help us hit that mark of the beast and make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's Gizverse Podcast and Altered Treats. All the links are in the description below. Hello, my name is Hentai I am a cyborg. Welcome to the Gizverse Podcast. The show dedicated to the King Wizard and the Lizard Wizard Universe. Yo, man, hot take. I honestly think that album is the best album that they've come out with. We need more cookie. A multi-dimensional universe with an invisible face. Welcome to an altered future, brother. Once created by a band is now sustained by its fans. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hear the road train a-coming, baby. It's a-coming. Open the door to your mind, cause here are your hosts, Tommy O'Neill and France in front. <laughs> 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 Welcome to another Gizverse podcast. We're very excited to be here today. We got a lot going on. A lot to touch on real quick. Um, first and foremost, if you guys skipped the beginning, uh, that was your bad. We have a new sponsor to this podcast. Um, and once we hit 666 followers, we have a big giveaway that we're giving away. So make sure to check out the link in the bottom. Um, and also go back and just listen to the beginning. I'm not going to repeat myself. You know what I mean? I'm prepared a whole thing and then you're going to skip it. It makes me feel bad about myself. Secondly, yeah. we know we're late on the LW review. We will definitely be getting to it. Uh, we got a whole bunch of notes, but we wanted to make sure we get these special guys into this podcast before we get on that podcast. So we know we're behind, but, you know, just cut us some slack. A lot of good stuff sure. going on. A lot of, Tommy, a lot of gizzy, gizzy, gizzy. Tommy, All right? I appreciate what you're saying. I appreciate what you're saying. I don't think we're behind, man. You know what I mean? Because You know what? I don't think we're behind, man, because I go, I go online or whatever, and I hear people dropping reviews on Gizzard albums, you know, like a day after the album comes out or the same day. It's like... I mean, I could appreciate, but yo, I've listened to this album 14 times since it came out. You know what I mean? I'm really trying wow. to soak it in, approximately. You know what I mean? I want if I'm giving you review, if I'm giving you my hard-earned opinion, I want it to be legit. I want it to be legit. That's all I gotta say. My about favorite that. part about Brian, and I've known him for a long time, is that long. he defends his laziness furiously. <laughs> no matter, matter what, how lazy he is, he will defend it till the end. And you know what? You're wrong for expecting more from him. Okay? So yeah, you so go fuck yourself. Lazy okay? hills. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, we're, we're, we're happy to be here. here. We're yeah. happy to be here. We are um, very happy to be here and grateful for you guys listening to us. And thank you for joining us today. We have some very, very, very special guests. We've had these guys on the podcast before, so you might know them. You might want to check out their podcast. It was a good one. You know what I mean? These guys are, are. What's up, Brian? Go ahead. It was a damn good one with them. And um, I feel like without further ado, we got. Uh, Goody Gang, like to call them. Uh, two of the members of the Goody Gang. All right. Dude. We got Mike and Dave. Say what's up, boys. What's happening? Welcome home. 
What's going yeah. on? Like, what's up, dude? It's good to see y'all again. Glad to Pleasure. be here. We've been excited about this. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. We're excited too, and uh, thank you for uh, decorating your house in Gizzy uh, attires. The only way that I can put it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, is that a is that a, a, a mask worn uh, before, or is that just kind of like a decorative mask? It's just her head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a spirit animal. Group spirit animal. It's the psychedelic spirit animal. The the, the, the half member of the fourth. <laughs> well, we're definitely excited and grateful for you guys being here um it's somebody's birthday today we heard so uh, tomorrow, it's uh our uh designer extraordinaire matt uh it's his birthday tomorrow so big shout out happy birthday matt happy birthday, yeah matt. rock and roll he's yeah. yeah. oh very talented i have to tell me man i know hell yeah that's <laughs> awesome it's like one more year around the world one more year gaining experience dude that's a exactly, man. yeah man you guys be cooking up some beautiful stuff man Appreciate that. Thanks so much. Appreciate that. Yeah, very much liking that Greenway shirt, man. I'm digging. I just noticed that, man. Oh yeah. Shout out to Greenway Records. All day. Love Mm -hmm. it. Looking for all the sponsorships I can get right now. SBS (laughs) speakers as well, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Michael speakers for his vinyl setup. Yeah, he's stoked. Stoked Sounds really good. What? Hell yeah. Yo, I gotta go to South Carolina, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, what am I doing, bro? Dude, yeah. we'd love to have y'all over sometime. Come yep. come visit and hang out. We'll get us out. Get out. Uh, as, as soon as I don't have to legally quarantine myself for three months, I will definitely be more than willing to travel. Um, <laughs> Got it. Uh, how is it? How Made is it? Broken, man. You'll be uh, all right. Are you guys, are you guys uh, anticipating um, kind of the live scene coming up here as much as we are, as everybody else is? Yeah. Or do man. you guys have, like, is there is there still music going on where you guys are at? You know, we have, we got some little live shows at a place down here. They do a, a good job of like, you know, you got to kind of book it by a table. You got to get there early. They have a much smaller capacity. Uh, so there's a little bit of live, music, but uh, I'm really anticipating. I've seen a lot of good things. And Red Rock's going to be maybe at 80% capacity in the summer. Yeah. Wow. Which just keeps little things going off my head. Hoping Red Rocks happens. That's the whole. Thing. I think it will. I think it will. They said May is kind of like the the anticipated deadline for everybody. So I'm hoping. Colorado's a little more free of a state too, so I'm, I, I think that they're they're gonna. Um, I'm I'm praying because I, I I plan on doing that too. So I think I think Red Rocks is gonna be sick. Yeah. I Are you planning on doing a Red Rocks time? Is that a thing? I am. Yeah. Are you? You're still yeah. planning on going, right? Uh, dude, of course. Got yeah. That's that's the only thing I'm. That's like the the thing I'm looking forward to in the year. Like, yeah. I'll know the Corona thing is done when we get to Red Rocks. So I'm like, okay, cool, man. Life is good again. Excellent. Yeah. Plus, the podcast will be fun from the parking lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, Talking I to total know. strangers. Mic out of people. Like, hey, what do you think beautiful. about it? Okay, no? Okay, all right, good. Good talk. I'll see you hey, what do you think about it? No? Okay, all right, we'll see you later. No problem. Cool, man, no, no problem. problem, man. God bless. <laughs> you guys have been uh, uh, really active lately doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so let, let's kind of talk about one of the big reasons why you guys are even on the show right now. Please. Outside of you guys just being outstanding humans and we just love the shit out of you. Um, okay. You guys did something kind of phenomenal recently. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it and, and what, what took place? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we were obviously really excited when we saw the whole uh, bootleg project drop. Um, and we knew we kind of wanted, wanted to work on something. And uh, luckily had been introduced to Jack, uh, Mystery Jack. Yes. Jack Strand, and uh, him and his buddy George Foster reached out to us, talked about doing one of the bootlegs. 
We had an idea of just really, obviously, Asheville was really special for us. We loved the show. Yeah, that, that was my first. That was my first time catching Giz Live. Both of our too. first King Gizzard shows. So it just had like the, the really shift that made it my obsession. So we talked to him. We're like, look, this is the one we wanted to do first. If y'all are open to do this, and uh, I'll be honest, man, we made some magic. I'm so stoked on that project. Yeah. It was like a labor of love. We threw a ton of time in it. Our buddy John Atsey from down the street, great photographer, helped us to f- figure out the gatefold. Uh, did a did a matrix mix right mm-hmm. so we're gonna have uh we have jack's recording which was fantastic mixed with the one that they released whoa uh, just got the test yeah. pressings in recently heard they're fantastic they're on the way to us now so uh we got exclusive pin exclusive patch yeah um poster and there's a seven inch insert in there from a uh asheville show with the orange peel from 2018 that's got Two songs. Yeah, two two songs. Two, two surprise songs. Holding these songs back, sorry. Yeah, can't say what they are. They're a surprise. But wow. I don't know. Glow in the dark cover, gold foil on the front. We got a Zoe trope on the middle. It was just one of those things that just kept coming together and yeah, uh, we're extremely proud about it, man. I'm so stoked to just have it in my collection. We would have done it for free. Uh so I I'm stoked. You absolutely <laughs> should be proud of it. Oh, get some stuff where Giz has it on their site. It just made a lot of sense. So uh, we're real stoked on that project, man. It sounds fantastic. I'll give you that. Totally, you totally should be excited and very proud of yourselves. Like everything you guys are doing, it sounds awesome. Take my money, awesome. Like what? <laughs> where do I sign up for? Where's the pre-order? That kind of stuff. And I'm hoping you guys already have a bunch of people that are pre-ordering and wanting to get a part. Is it? Are you guys selling it like a package, or are you guys selling it like individually? It's a pre-order and it's already sold out. Yeah, we sold out pretty quickly. We should have made more. So as we went live on a Saturday, and we, because George is in the UK and we're here in the US, um, he's going distri- to distribute from UK. So he built a UK site and we built a US website. And we went on sale and uh, the US site sold out in four minutes. We only had 150 to sell and he had 150 to sell. And his sold out the rest of the weekend. We think because it was Asheville that there were more big people that wanted to buy it. But... um. Yeah, they're pretty well all spoken for. Um, so we might do a repress later in some different fashion, obviously. It's not going to be the same thing, but it's one of those things that there was a ton of time put into the, just that Matrix recording yeah. of, ma- of putting those together. Dave really made some magic with it. I think um, it's a great kind of immersive experience. You get a lot more crowd factor in there. Yeah. And uh, it was just one of those things. I know... The, the the package doesn't matter if it doesn't sound good. So getting those test pressings in, my bu- our buddy George, killer killer vinyl nut. Yeah. And so just to hear, <laughs> like, dude, I'm listening to this and it's fantastic. It got me excited again for yeah. the project. Whoa. I right, do get it over yeah. here. <laughs> we we when, got those when test you, pressings this week. Yeah. And he listened and looks like we're good to go. Yeah. So we, now so. we give the plant a thumbs up. They press all 350, package them. Um, and then ship them to George, then they ship to us, and then we ship out from there. Oh, and I feel like I need to mention that, too. This project wouldn't have happened and be as cool as it was without Sydney Bunden. Mm. Uh, her photographs just allowed us to do some really cool things with it. Wow, cool. Um, also, uh, our buddy Jills uh, from, uh, made a, from France made a uh, cut stamp. Mm. All the bags, paper bags that's going to be in. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of 
things Lots going on extra with details. it. Man, it, it seems like you guys hit all the spot, like all the necessary yeah. spots, and even some things that might not necessarily be necessary. You guys like went yeah. in, took the extra time, put in the effort. That's super cool. It, it's called. It, I got this right. The Blue Ridge Boogie. Blue Ridge Boogie. Boogie. Oh, yeah. it's too good, man. It's too good. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're really excited about it. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some surprises with it, and uh, you know, again, it's just gonna be a fun to finally put our hands on it and uh, dive in. Yeah. Wow, it's very cool, man. Right on. So, describe the feelings that you you had when you were watching it like obviously you didn't know how it was going to sell at first you didn't know what the perception was going to be necessarily how excited were you when you saw it was like oh one order two order three or four or four five oh my god we just, we just sold the <laughs> fuck out bro what it's the fuck minutes. like that's gotta well, be exciting i run the uh the site and um i was actually doing it at my parents house up in up in greenville south carolina and like you know, we go live at 11, 11. So at 11, 10 and 45 seconds, I'm sitting there in front of the button and my heart starts beating real fast. It starts <laughs> pumping and I hit go and it goes live and it's, you can hear it just cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. And it's like, sweet. But then I realized there's like a default setting in the Shopify account for shipping that with any orders that were over $50, it defaulted ship for free shipping. Oh, no. <laughs> so, it, it, I started Australian guys coming in for like $65 even, so it didn't charge shipping or tax on anybody. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, we, like, within three minutes, they're all gone, and I had no time to, to sort it out. Oh, but no. So we're going to spot off anyway, but now we're making even less. But I'll just be honest. This is a labor of love. We would have done it for free anyway. Yeah. So it's like one of those things, dude. Live and learn. The site's, the site's awesome. So the next drops, we got some go. big surprises for April. Real stoked on some for April, huh? Secret projects we got busting yeah. out. Yeah, I'm really stoked. I mean, you guys, if, if I mean, you guys have already tested the waters before in this kind of endeavor, but yeah. this is a whole other page. Yeah, and now you know you know what's possible. You know what is your capacity is, and maybe you could even push it a little further next time. Yeah. And like you said, do some things that you wouldn't have done. Sure, learn the little lessons. But like now, you guys know that base levels out there. Yeah. And let me ask you, how crazy is it that Gizzard is that band that can make this base where like so many platforms benefit from so that? Base? It's it's crazy. I, I like I would love to see it. Uh, you know, we got a, we got a little package we're putting together for the band, and we would love to see like if they can if any of our items. They're doing this with music, but what about anything? Like, how cool would it be? To go, I love buying Giz merchandise. I love seeing what the fans are making. Yeah. So what if I could go to their website and I have all of those people involved and have their stuff and be like, oh, you want to pick and choose? This is our stuff. I think they could right. they could make a really cool market to be like, all right, well, could you take that to Pens and y'all have stuff? And it's like, yeah, we'll we'll send them to you. Well. Yeah, or even just any other kind of fan art. You yeah, know? anything. Like, I love it. That would be very cool. So, so how many records are you guys gearing up to send over there to, to King Gizzard? We're sending thirty to Gizverse. Thirty, and we'll oh. probably we'll probably send them to the U.S. Gizverse. Okay. In Australia, one in the U.S., and then I guess there's one in the U.K. too somewhere. But um, I don't know. We might we might pull a few out and try to send them to Flightless or or to the Australian Gizverse site too. But yeah. We, we just think there will be more people that would buy it in the U.S. Just because. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll get one across the pond to get them to get it over to Flightless for sure. Yeah. Well, good move. 
Man, and so, I, so 30 are going up. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. But really stoked, too. We did we did really cool some really cool work with uh, Softy Dog Records as well. We're stoked on that one. Just got the okay. pants, and they can't talk about it, but it's it's slamming. Super high quality. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna be a really cool package for the Teenage Gizzard. Whoa, nice. Very cool. Stoked so, on that. So, let's see. So how difficult of the process is it to actually get the records pressed? You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. sure you guys had, like, a an insider, so to speak, you know what I mean? But like, can you talk about how that process is and like how accurate do you think some of the splatters might be? I know that's been a concern yeah. for some Gizzard fans as of late. So I got, we have to give major credit to George uh, Foster in the mm -hmm. UK. So George and Jack had already been discussing it to kind of give a little bit of backstory. Jack, who is mystery Jack, Darian, he's traveled around. You guys have met him, you met Jack? Never met him before, man. No. Um, I, I, I follow all his stuff. Like I know he is yeah. a, a true giz head. That's he for sure. Head. He used to tape the Grateful Dead. He used to follow the Grateful Dead around and tape the dead. Wow. He found King Gizzard, and so he started following King Gizzard. He's seen like 40-something shows. So he Holy shit. in the early days with his gear, and Stu was the one that would let him in to set up his recording gear at the sound booth. Oh. Even to a point to where... Stu would put him on the guest list so that he could get in and take the show. Well, so he's got all of these recordings of shows that the band never even recorded. And so put some of the streams up on YouTube, but he's not done any like post-editing with them and stuff. Well, fast forward to 2019, that was the first tour that they started telling him, like, hey, um, we don't want you to plug into the board this time, because he would get a board mix of the live show and then he also had a, a stereo pair microphone that he would record the audience with from the audience with okay so in Asheville, wow. had his audience recording so when the assets dropped from the band on the website they had like you know they have a uh, a vinyl masters which is eq'd specifically for vinyl so what i did is i took those uh, master tracks and then took george or excuse me um, jacks jacks master wave file of his audience recording and in pro tools i figured out how to sync those up and line them up Ooh. so then i mixed in a lot of jack's live stuff on top of the bands and then sort of kind of played around with a little bit of the eq and then sent it to another professional audio guy friend of mine who remastered the whole thing neil young would you believe it his name is neil young yeah. of all things. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> So it's pretty fun to have this mix that is a bit more immersive. There's a lot more like crowd noise going on. You can really hear it between songs uh, much more than the band's um, release. Yeah. Um, so that's what's pretty cool is, is to be also have that seven inch of jacks that he recorded in 2018. Mm -hmm. So that one I had the board mix and I had his audience mix and was able to kind of EQ those differently, line those up together, and uh, remastered that as well, and it sounds pretty damn it's good. Awesome. I'll, I'll tell wow, you that's it. a beautiful thing. I'm picky about my audio experiences. <laughs> so that's, that's where it starts, is with the audio. But then George is the guy who, like, he's, he's like the record label guy, you know? So he, he contacted all of these different pressing plants and it, it turns out that the plant we use, Pirates Press, is the same plant that presses the flightless pressings. Oh, so, what? 
it was like we know the quality is going to be good from them we want it to be the best you know, maybe it was a little more expensive here or there but um he handled a lot of the legwork yeah and uh massively and you know it's one of those things it's interesting uh we, we looked at a lot of the mock-ups but it's i'm still not really sure it's like how those mock-ups how they go about like i didn't put that on the template right so i didn't see it firsthand yeah but it's still the idea of like how they go about telling you like hey this is what we can do and giving yeah. you an idea it'll kind of be a surprise as to how the the final product is actually going to look but um totally well which I, which I think is kind of some of the the excitement with it right like i think right. it's very cool that not all of them will look exactly the same and that shouldn't be expected you know so that's actually really cool and i, I, th I think they'll come out great though man it, it's cool. we, were, we were talking about what we wanted to do with it i remember i forget who like brought up the zoe trope i remember kind of rolling my eyes i'm like guys Let's just, we got to start on one thing. We just need to try to make a record. We can't get crazy. <laughs> and then now we have all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, we got crazy. And we had a blast doing it. Oh, yes. <laughs> George's wife actually was the one that came, created the Zoetrope because she has some animation background. Mm -hmm. And like Matt has lots of graphic design and like hand drawn artistic background. But he was like, I none of us had any idea how to do like a Zoetrope animation. Yeah. <laughs> she figured it out. Looks yeah. great. Yeah. Man, that, that really seems to be the beauty of it, of, of the whole project, man. It's like a labor of love, and it's not just from, like, two, three people. It's from a bunch of people, man. Yeah. Everything you just mentioned, it is such a collaboration, and I, it looks like everybody really brought their game, man. Really, man. Yeah, yeah. it was a great meeting of the minds. I think that was probably the hardest struggle is you have five creative people, and they have a lot of cooks. A lot of kitchen, great so ideas. Going back, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. But, uh, you know, we couldn't have just asked for a better project. You know, Jack... We love him to death. He's a great guy. We hang out down here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, George, he'll be coming over here for the Red Rock shows, too. So that'll be a really cool thing. We can, like, finally get in person. And just we were incredibly thankful to be brought on with it. Wow, that's so fun, man. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Can't wait to see a piece of those. Can't wait to get over to South Carolina. Maybe have a little spin with you guys, and we'll have a good time there. That sounds like a nice Hell, time. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> you you mentioned you have some like top secret stuff earlier that you can't mention. Um, is there yeah. anything coming up in the future that maybe you can mention that you might Good. have yeah. coming up? We'll see, how, we'll see how on Bicycle Day for sure. We got to. Hey, gotta... all right, that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. April nineteenth. So we'll have a. It's funny, man. We got a lot of things just we've been sort of sitting on. It's like when do you when do you want to do this? And we're just looking through it. We're like, why don't we drop these? And, we got designs nobody's ever seen, so it's fun. We've yeah. kind of we get ahead of ourselves. Even right now, it's like, all right, well, now we have a bunch of leftover, and then we have some things that we think about, like bicycle day, and that kind of just came about. But it's going to be special, and it's, it's cool. say that much. Yeah, it's, it's great. Nice. It's pretty awesome. Again, the, the, our ethos is always, would we buy it? And this one's just yeah. so, yes, it's stuck together. Standing yes. So um, all right. Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about making coffee mugs? Because I will buy one. Um, I don't know <laughs> nothing's that's off a... the table. That's yeah, for nothing's sure. Nothing's off the table. Yeah, we're gonna we've been exploring. We've thought about some socks. Uh, oh yeah. T-shirts. I want to do some t-shirts. I want to do some glow shirts. Maybe our Nonagon fuzz on yeah. some black with some good sewn-on labels. Do something. I think that'd be. Uh, again, that's a, that's a lot of times. It's like the the profit overhead's not big, but it's like, yeah. what do you want? I'm like, I want a t-shirt. Yeah. I want that's right. what I like. So. Our big thing about moving into apparel too is you have is just warehouse space. space. You need storage space. Um, <laughs> that's true. I have an extra bedroom. <laughs> hey, there we go. Before <laughs> that, I still have a whole like ass load of t-shirts from, and like even Matt's made t-shirts for his business. Um, you know, t-shirts can take up a lot of room, but 
we all agree we will eventually do some without a doubt but do, do you guys do i think the right move by making it kind of like a limited edition type of feel so i think i have this conversation with my brother a lot one of the uh, big things that uh, like a comic book store will do or a GameStop will do, they'll do like a limited edition, you know, little doll or something like that. I think the way that you guys are doing these presses limited, like it gives you a sense of I got to get it. I got to get this shit right now. And yeah. doing that with the T-shirts where it's like I'm one of 30 people that has this T-shirt, yeah, that's period. It, yeah, that's a dope feeling for the person buying it. It's worth yeah. the X amount of dollars that you're spending on it. And then when you show up to the show and other people see it, they're like, that motherfucker got I know that, that shirt. shirt. Yeah. I'm going to go try to buy it off him real quick or right. steal it off him real quick. I'm going to be right <laughs> No, either way, I think it's the right move. Yeah. We go through and like uh, do like this very conscious decision on which ones. Like we have some designs where like, all right, you know, we want this to be limited. But then we did like the fishies, the small fishy run, little tiny fishies. <laughs> And those were something we knew it was like, man, I don't want to make everything limited where people are just like, oh, you're missed out. But there's got to be some things that just want to be available. And those are cute, totally. fun little pins. You can give them new friends or yada, yada. So uh, it's interesting. Everything won't always be limited, but uh, it is fun to put some special stuff out there that is unique and that people want to chase down. I think, honestly, and I feel like you guys feel the same way, like uh, – I don't know, man. Uh, you know, there's of course you're looking for profits and things of that sort, but I, I I think of the idea of like even when Tommy and I started doing the podcast, it's like just the being cemented in in the fandom. You know, every, every fan is okay. as long as you're supporting, you're you're part of it. But yeah. like, just think about in a few months, we're talking about Red Rocks and stuff. If that goes down, let's say we're walking up in there, you see a guy, he's got a side goodies pin. It's like you're not thinking about the profits you made right. on that pin. You're thinking yeah. about like, exactly. boom, there it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's so cool. They're like, hey, hey, guys, I know you dudes. You guys are the side goodies, guys. Like, that's that's yeah. awesome. I think that's it's a lifestyle, awesome. man. That's, yeah. It's one of those things. And it's been so cool. Like, we have a, a few couple little, like, stories. Like, one that I thought was really cool. Uh, there's a guy that reached out to me on Instagram. I think he was from Japan or South Korea. One. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But he actually messaged us, and he was like, hey, are y'all collaborating with Flightless and King Gizzard? And I was like, no, 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 we're not. We just do it for the love, whatever. And he was like, man, okay, because I bought a T-shirt from, from them. And they're like, he's like, I got this pen. And it was one of our 1 of 20 glow non-Tayumi uh, um, What? You got that in your, in your, in your uh, shirt order? And he was like, yes. And so that was just one of them. Uh, then Sydney Bunn, she got an actual, you know, she got a kid order a shirt from him and got a note from uh, Ambrose written to her. So, hey, Sydney, hope sticker. you're doing well. And then she was like, did you see what it was, you know, what it was written on? Because I messaged her about it. And I was like, no. And she flipped it over and it was a sticker that we had oh. sent her. Yeah. That he had held up one day and posted a photo of. So yeah. it's just been a really, really like, I'm like, they definitely know us yeah. now. Like, yeah, we sent our stuff. We sent them a box of pens and stickers and a note and just like kind of a thank you, we love yeah. you guys sort of thing. And so when people were ordering their shirts, they re-gifted some of the yeah, pens. So that's kind of fun. That's so cool. That's awesome. It felt really good. I was like, you know, I don't think if you're selling your your things, you're gonna put wax stuff. So I'm, you know, I hope they're uh, honored by it. If anything, yeah. They do seem to be honored by it. And I think uh, what we were going on earlier, that uh, not only acknowledgement to that fans want to participate in what they're doing and be a part of it or whatever, but allowing them to make 
some kind of money off it or some kind yeah. of financial payback where it evens out maybe and like they're yeah. not spending even additional money. I think right. that open market feeling that they're making of like, bro, we don't care about making every cent of pot. We know yeah. you're going to make bootleg stuff. So go ahead and make it. We're not going to sue you. We're going to encourage you to do it. I think that attitude is the right way to go about it. Yeah, man. That's abs- These guys continue to just push the envelope in music and genre. And so they're just constantly breaking the mold in that aspect. And I just freaking makes me love the band even more. Yeah. It's so That's what's been so cool about it, to, see, to kind of wonder at the beginning and be like, God, I hope they would never, as a fan, I hope they would never think that we're trying to capitalize off them or trying to do this. Right. Like, off the audience yeah but then to have those kind of like as we saw ambrose post a photo with the sticker that we had made it's just like a little bit more being like hey they're not looking at us as that they probably just hopefully they just see us as super fans yeah but i love yeah. that idea of being like well do you want to make this and if they're like no but we think this is really cool then let's Y'all let's have it. at it we'll send yeah. you some so forth we i'll just be very transparent about one of our projects we want to at some point in time you know it's fair to talk about what yeah. we like yeah. what we like to do is we want to do the red rocks pen we have a fantastic idea for it we would mm. love we want to our ultimate idea is we want to fix the project we'll do it for free we'll make 500 a thousand pens whatever they want and say hey this is whatever the poster is going to be but all right well, we'll do this pen. you can approve the design that we have and be like hey do you like it wow package and ship it and just add it whatever we want to do, but that's like the ultimate goal. We don't want to, you know, we just want to be a part of it and to, to do something really special for Red Rocks or whatever it's going to be, the first thousand fans in the door, whatever they want to do, we would just love to be a part of that. So hopefully I'll see a little project like that down the road. We haven't, we haven't really pitched it yet, but. Uh, <laughs> wow, I support that 1,000%. That sounds amazing. Free pitch, pitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'm excited about it. I want to do it, so we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Eric I can see the excitement. I, I love that, man. Yeah. You got me excited. Now I'm like, oh my God, this better be going down. Like, what's happening? <laughs> right. Eric Moore's cousin uh, supposedly listens to the podcast. So, I mean, if he, if, so if we're he on sends the right, the right track, email, man, we're on the right track for you guys. We can hopefully get it done, man. All right. <laughs> would love to do it. And just Red Rocks, man. I hope we're all out there partying. I'm, that's what the thing that's just keeping us going, man. I've thought yeah. about I, it's rare that I've thought about a show for this amount of time. I'm just so excited. Wow. Yeah. I think we're right there with you, man. It's like, uh, like I said, this feels like the the like goal, like the light at the end of the tunnel. You know what right. I mean? And I'm I'm thinking of some stuff. You know, we mentioned doing like a like a live podcast at Love. Red Rocks or stuff, which I'm not going to lie, it's going to be a little difficult because we might be slightly inebriated, but I think it'll be a good time. That would be, be even better. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. coming back from that Super Bug, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you think they're opening with Super Bug? Like, do they have to? I, I'm, I'm not I, sure. No, man. You know, it's, it's interesting. Now we got these two other albums. And I have, the only logical thing I can think of is if they're going to make it happen, do a third night at Red Rocks yeah. and let's get it. Woo! Let's see it happen. Try me up, daddy. <laughs> Played that song live very much. Which one? No. Superbug. Oh, Superbug. Yeah. No, not even. So yeah. since we're, yeah, when, since we're that's that's what I was just gonna say. So it, it's bringing mass confusion. Now they got, and of course, because it was supposed to be like two, three hour sets, you know, back to back nights, yeah. amazing stuff. Now, of course, more time for Gizzard just means more albums, of course. For so sure. like, are, are we thinking now with KG and LW? You think one night's gonna be like a microtonal night or something? 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, how was, you know, because before they were like, we're going to hit all the albums, which they can still do. But like, are they still going to do that? I wonder where we're going to be. Yeah. What do you guys think about Let's that? See maybe picking the cream of the crop, you know, getting the three albums and saying, hey, all right, we're going to do a, a portion of the microtonal and then maybe like a short break, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, just shuffle things around, get your instruments up and then continue with the rest. It's uh, it's interesting. They got they got deep for some music now. Deep bench, man. Deep bench. Yeah. I'm, a deep I'm bench sure that they to play. It's more enjoyable for them to play new stuff for sure. Oh yeah. But after all this break, it could be fun for them to revisit their old material again. That's very true, actually. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to look at it because I know for a while they were getting burned out of certain things. Like, yeah. like I'm not gonna do a robot stop again, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what one of the things that gave me chills the other day was I guess when Leah came out and they did the Lord of Lightning, and I was just like, dude, this is what Red Rocks or the Greek was right. gonna be for gonna us. Be like, that, this is gonna yeah. be a lot of this. The spoken word. He just told me I was like, man, I was so jealous, but I'm so stoked for those fans too, man. It looked like they had a really cool live music experience. I think I saw. Uh, <laughs> Stu spit some water on people, and I was like, I want to be that person. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I can do that. I know. No, people are so lucky. <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but, uh, so, okay, so we talked a little about Red Rocks. We very briefly talked about, I need some, um, you know, we, we haven't covered the LW. We haven't done the LW podcast yet. But I yeah. need some opinions from you guys. Just like, give me some vague, hot stuff. So, maybe some favorite tracks, some feelings. Well, what do you guys think? I'm I'm like you though, Brian, and and that give it some time to marinate, then you can really develop an opinion about it. Because um, I was actually going through like a weird um, kind of diet thing when the, when it came out, and so I was already like having a strange just <laughs> keeping my shit together and listening to it through the first time. It's like they lean into the microtones on LW a little bit more. And because I'm so used to just that traditional, you know, 12 note scale of music that I listen to and play often, it was like, whoa, this is, they're really leaning into the microtones here. And for a minute, I was like, it just kind of sounds out of, well, it is out of tune for my ear. And so, like, I gave it a first listen through, and it just made me want to go back and, and listen to uh, Flying Microtonal Banana. So I did, and then I came back to it. And then I noticed that it was just the only thing playing in my in my truck for, like, a whole week. Yeah. And now it's, it's come around that, like, I really do like it a lot. I really dig it. I think my top tracks on it are probably uh, Static Electricity into East-West Link. I love those. I think yeah. those, like, it's not just like the musicianship, but it sort of is. It's like they're playing more. Yeah. I to describe it. Like I could see it in the live set and be a lot more with like that Middle Eastern vibe playing yeah. around with some actual like I'd say jam music, but sort of jam. Like no, really it is with those. Uh, and obviously the singles were popping. Like I thought, if not now, then when? Incredible. One was great. Plural was kind of the some of us of that album for me. Like it's agreed, but it's a little like it's just a little. It's had to grow on me. Same same with See Me. It's like, I, like I've heard a lot of people really love that yeah. one, but it's like, it's just a little, it hasn't stuck out to me yet, but I need to go back and give it a that really intense listen. This morning, See Me did. It's like, yeah. But you're right. The whole the whole thing sort of gallops along a little bit better. It's got really great just flow and rhythm. Great segues. I like yeah. the way they like, kind of, this one I thought had a little bit cooler segues in it. I really I do know. love the... Uh, KGLW outro that is just freaking sluggy metal. It just gets me, yeah. dude. I love it. 
There is a little, I love it. My only critique of that song was today I was thinking about it, and sometimes I feel like I'm waiting on good, like I'm waiting on to get to the cream of what I want to hear, and then you're kind of back to the chorus, and I want to wait to just get back to that one piece. I'd love to see that doomy stoner rock just stretched out a little bit more. I just need more of it. I, mean, that's what I, need to say. I get that. Yeah, they have, I get that. they have a habit of doing that. They have a habit of taking like really re- the dopest part of the song and they'll play it the shortest part in the yeah. whole song. And it's like, what the fuck? It, it is a yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, now uh, let me ask you this. Uh, obviously KG LW, it was uh, they're supposed to be together. It's it's a, yeah sure. In total, did you feel that? Um, now I wasn't a giant fan of KG. Is I like LW more than KG. Do you feel that? It's just like a, um, you know, like uh, I don't know, uh, End Game and uh, Infinity Wars. Like you need to watch them together to fully understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that would have fantastic. You could have taken those and went mashed them together and made a fantastic album. But I'm never gonna complain about too much music, right? right. As a fan, yeah. it's like, yeah, just give us, give me three discs, four, four albums, whatever, <laughs> whatever you got, yeah. But uh, you know, as a as a piece, obviously, I think it's a double album for Slam. Just have those two together. KGLW, if you looked at that as a piece of work, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. That's good. Yes. It's cool. Okay. An experiment to do would be to, all right, so you, you have songs from KG and songs from LW, and, like, just have different people choose. If you had to make one album mm-hmm. of only 12 songs out of these two, mm-hmm. what would it be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Or, or, or even to make it more difficult on us fans, what if we did 12 songs out of the the three microtones? The three microtones. People burn out. Like the only reason people are like, oh, we're burnt out. Like you probably, if you would have released it together, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm burnt out on the microtones. It's like, yeah, you just got the other volume, right? It's I think right. it's just that you have two and they're separated. Even though it's the same, it's not even that far apart. I think people are just like, oh my god, it's another one of these. Whereas if they were just released together, they'd be like, oh, it's the microtonal album. Right, and maybe maybe it's just because it came out at the right time. But for me, in my head, like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm I've I haven't looked. I'm not looking at the list in front of me. But like, dude, the bangers that are on Flying Banana will last the test of time. And I don't know that this this album is a great concept album, and I do like the album, but. If you just go down the list on Flying Banana, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Holy shit. This whole album is singles? What the fuck yeah. is going on, dude? The, it, it's a perfect album, dude. It's a really hard one to go up against if to compare it to. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to play it, it would be, you know, Flying. It's a, it's a good. I'm excited for it. I'm, I, I want to see this shit live so fucking bad, and it's going to rip. So yeah. fu- and they're gonna intertwine it perfectly. It's just going to go. It's going to fucking go. The thing that stuck out to me is they played – They've done the static electricity east way, uh, east west link segues, but they exactly. switch it for the live setting. Like whereas on the album it's static and it's east style, but then live they're doing east west static. So it's just cool that they they kind of bookended. I, I love that they do that flow together. I mean, I know it's nothing new. They did not have gone but just being able to crack those open in different ways and put them and shuffle them together. It's just what any good live band I like to go see. Yeah. The more creative they can get, teasing songs, chopping things up, segues. I love it. I love it. 
I totally agree with you. That is my favorite part about them. And the more they add to their catalog, like we were talking about, the more versatile that becomes. Right. They're like, oh, wait, this groove is like this groove. This goes there and this goes there. And they can play minutes of songs. And it's just like, bro, Whoa. what is going on right now? <laughs> even even W, right? Like, I could see it being unlocked where it becomes one of those jam songs like they do with uh, Am I in Heaven and uh, Float Along Fear or the River so forth. You know, just one of those songs where you can, like, maybe they could start mashing up parts of infest the rat's nest and bringing those oh, yeah. in oh boy i'd love to see a heavy like segue song like that be cool that would be very cool that would be cool I, I like their heavy sets i anytime that they heavy it up a little bit more i'm totally totally into that and there's some song like chain of being i'm never gonna see that live but i would love to see that Mine live too, dude Just that, would love it. that would be a great what happen again what happen again so sick please yeah Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. There's a weird question. I could be totally off base. I was going to save it for um, for the LW podcast. But then I was thinking, I don't know if anybody else has questioned this. Could KGLW not mean what we think it does? Is there mm-hmm. any confirmation of the album that that means King mm-hmm. Gizzard, Lizard, Wizard, anywhere in there? Could this be like a wacky King Gizzard thing where it's just like, no, that's not what it means at all? You you totally could be yeah you could be totally right and we like an inside joke for the band like the band knows what it means I don't, I don't know the lyrics still give me a little chuckle every time I hear it it's like you know it's, <laughs> yeah yeah it's what do you think it could be yeah what do you think Brian? I have absolutely with... no idea but it's like what it, 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 it's just funny to me like uh because there's no total confirmation it's like uh but they have that like chant at the end you know kglw or whatever but I think it'd be so funny if there's like, no, this is another weird little piece of the puzzle, and it's not us. It's just, it's a uh, can get low. Maybe you have to what it means in order to understand another part of the Gizverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it's got me really excited to see where they go next, right? I keep hearing there's someone who's like, yeah, it's going to be their most psychedelic album. I'm like, what does this mean? Like, what is yeah. I've seen some different interviews, but like, I'm really stoked to just see, all right, now you've got this. Now what? You know, I think it's right. going to be change it'd be exciting to hear what they're playing that's why i think it was fun to see them to go from infest to this it's cool to see them bounce like that like we can do yeah. anything we can cover anything that we want yeah. um, infest was so funny man I, I was not stoked about that dr- album dropping and i was gonna go see them for the first time i think we talked about this last podcast but i just remember yeah. seeing like in, in, uh self-immolate for that first time and it was just like a light bulb i was like oh yeah. this is what it's like i was like i love oh, the song it felt like a pure rock and roll show, man. When Dumb, you know, when Eric and Cav start with that, dum, 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 it's yeah. over, bro. Like, like it doesn't matter if you like the album it? or not. Like, <laughs> it should, for sure. It's, it's like everybody standing by just got dispersed. Like, they're, you're like, oh, I don't even know who you are, but we're best friends now. This is crazy. Like, uh, yeah. it's. It's interesting that you talk about that experience. Um, I because I, I have a question before we end up going. Um, we. I, I, I don't know how to form this correctly without sounding weird about it, but there is a feeling of cultism in King Gizzard, and the band seems to humorously lean into that quite a bit. And I don't – I mean they have to be aware of it. They have to be aware of, like, the devotion and what fans are feeling, and there's a just a blend of humor and seriousness in between it. And when we're talking about the chant at the beginning – or I'm sorry, at the end, rather – um, what are you guys' thoughts on that and the humor behind it? And like, what do you what do you feel about that cultism? Uh, and it's positive and maybe uh, also kind of <laughs> negative way. 
you know, I think it plays into what we talked about earlier of like, you know, I have uh, the, the Giz friends that I have, the Giz fanatics, that we all have like this underlying sort of, uh, we're, we often are collectors, we like to collect things, uh, <laughs> might be in a science fiction or not graphic novels or just be artistic beings in general. And I think that that's just how they are and they're making this thing that they love and it just so happens that a lot of other people, we just, it fits, it fits our style. Yeah. So I don't know, it's like a certain type of people or an age group. I'm not sure what it is, but I don't know. I think they play into it. I think they're a bunch of nerds and they make music for nerds. And Well, there's something too about like mystic, mystic belief, you know, that's always just captured humanity in general, you know, that's why you yeah. have so many different religions among different societies. And so I think now that because of the age of the internet and the interconnectedness that we have for, through communication, how some of those mysteries have kind of been solved by science maybe and so maybe there's a little less of a of a societal norm towards religion but then when you kind of mix in this cultishism thing with you know with what rock stars are anyway you know there's mm -hmm. people that we all idolize and follow it's a church and of then, then when they lean into that <laughs> a little bit it's like i don't know it, it kind of, I think it fills that void for a lot of people, maybe. Yeah. No. And I, that's why I hope they do. They are honored by what people are doing. I'm just looking back and being like, man, we've influenced so many people to get creative. And it just, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I love it. I think they're, I think they're aware and much more aware than probably people think. They're like, oh, they don't pay attention. I'm sure they pay attention. And or they, they're just, you know, six, seven alien dudes from the future who are like, hey, let's go play down at Earth and like, uh, they're gonna love this. Start a cult band. That'll be fun. Yeah. Dude, I've, I've definitely thought that from time to time, man. I can't <laughs> lie. Like, you know, uh, dude, like, see, after certain, certain shows I've seen, like um, certain inebriations that I've had, we'll say, uh, Desert Days a few years back, they did their like, they called it the, like Turbo Set, I think they called it. Um, where they just played strictly bangers. It was really heavy. Jason Galea went in on the visuals, man. They had two okay. jumbo screens, and they would show, like, they were doing, like, road train and stuff, and, like, they would show the band's faces just melting away, and they would just, like, fade into dust, you know what I mean? And, like, they performed Crumbling Castle, and, dude, it was it was a ritual, man. It was ritualistic. Yeah. If you know the lyrics of the song, man, like... Yeah, dude, yeah. Stu's little... Uh, he just gave his thoughts on religion and stuff. We left, I was like... But it felt like, and you guys kind of brushed on that, like, their music can sometimes be like uh, like tributes, it feels like. I was yeah. like, bro, that's how people felt watching Black Sabbath back in the day. Yeah. That's Where their monitor, like, yo, they just put a spell on that crowd. Like, it was There's a piece... There's a piece of this story missing that gives them more mysticism, okay? The night before, Tame Impala got rained out and lightning storms were going on. And the fuck, when, when I, I, I wasn't even there, and I'm getting chills say, saying yeah. this part of the story. <laughs> the next night, King Gizzard played Lord of Lightning, as if to say, yes, we show you who Australia band is, Tame Impala. Suck it, Lord of Lightning. It was it's like to give them even more mysticism, this band is on yeah. all it feels like that there's like something yeah. magical in there and i think you guys hit on it it fills a void it fills yeah. a void that people uh, that religion taps on like you said yeah. it, 
because it, it, it's music, but it's a book. It's like a, right. you're reading it and you're like, dude, who are these characters and like right. these gods that they're talking about? And it is a mythological story that they're passing on to us. It feels alien because of how fucking good it is and yeah. how they're painting so with their words and they're obviously on LSD. It right. is fucking <laughs> good dude it's indescribable that magic that everyone feels yeah so when mike and i were in Asheville and they came out there was a waxing crescent moon in the sky oh yeah and it had started to set down just to the left of the stage looking at it from the audience it was a moon set and when they came out banging into self-emily it felt i thought there was a supernatural event and i was like look at the moon it was it was a very crazy experience and I've that with a straight face, but I don't think it's possible to be like, do you? So are you guys magic or what? What's going on back there? Like, no, nah, bro, no, nah, we're good, man. That's, we're just, that's the thing. That's that collective energy. Like, you know, I got, I got tickets to the Greek, and it's just that idea of you're, we're gonna be around our like family, the other obsessive people in our lives. I just think that that's gonna be a magical experience of that collective energy that we can really taste in the air. It's gonna be insane. Everyone's. Everyone's had like two years to wait on this happening. It's gonna be. Oh awesome. my god, the anticipation is just like, yeah. woo. Yeah, that's, I, that's I'm never gonna. That's see I do it. live music, so this is just we're just staying stoked and gonna release as many cool projects as we can between now and then. That's that. good. There's a lot of people that said that they were gonna do more during the shutdown, and you guys actually buckled down and did more during the shutdown. That's good, man. Stay creative, stay positive, all that shit. It's fucking got hard. Got so. coming, man. Stay tuned. Yeah. Cool. Nice. We're very excited. Well, yeah, we'll hurry up sure. and make more stuff. We'll get you on the podcast again, man. We'll plug it up again, man. Let's get this Absolutely. party started. We'd love to. Hell yeah. Love to. The links links for all these guys' stuff available on the bottom. Good luck buying it. It sells out immediately, so you do have to follow them to know when stuff's <laughs> going to drop. you got to yeah. stay on that edge of edge of edges to yeah. even get one. So stay sharp out there and trust the stuff is definitely worth it. You want to buy it. And always buy it. Like they've been saying, there's a lot of big stuff coming by in the future, so you want to stay posted and buy everything that they're giving to you, okay? And hopefully, I'm hoping that you guys get those pins, uh, that pin deal over in, uh, or uh, we'll make it happen. We'll make it either way. Just show up in the box and hand it to people and go, yeah, we we're the ones responsible for this. It doesn't matter. Right? You don't need permission. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.